0: Yeah, I, I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you want to go? How deep you want to go? How deep you want to
1: go? How deep you want to go? Hey, buddy.
0: What's good, bro? What you got going on? You're on the podcast.
1: I I am at my parents' house. I just I just had the biggest catering of my life. At the most expensive house, it was a castle. Ooh. My my parents helped out because someone fell through. So, um, Patty, Craig, and then I had both of my kids all help out, and we pulled it off, and we we nailed it.
0: Hell yeah! Well, congratulations, bro. It
1: was it was excellent. Um, they're gonna be flying me around. Around the states, they have a place in Montana, they have a place in Colorado, they have a place in Texas. And I'm kind of going to be their personal chef while I run and be the culinary director of the place I'm at in Eau Claire.
0: Leveling up. That's what life's about.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. It's Honestly, the last few weeks have been hell for me. But today is the first day that I finally feel like a human being and feel good about myself, and, you know, all that hard work just paid off.
0: What has been hell the last few weeks? Because I just talked to you like two weeks ago.
1: Yep, well, the thing that happened is because I got promoted to culinary director, half the staff quit.
0: Oh, yeah, you said that was kind of rumblings of, and then so they went through with it.
1: They, yep. And they did. And so everyone was mean to me and, you know, not talking to me. And it, it just felt weird and awkward. Every day I went to work, it just wasn't cool. And now it doesn't matter because I just did the catering for the owner of the place and she called me her chef.
0: That's what's up. So sounds like you have another uh, a business you need to start.
1: I, I'm going to, uh, uh, yes and no, I'm just going to be her chef and whatever she wants of me, I'm just going to do.
0: Well, yeah, but yeah, that's a business. You
1: <laughs>
0: That is, you are an entrepreneur, a sole proprietor, you need to get some things in line and be that individual's personal chef and they pay you, but paying you is really paying your company and then there's nuances within that, but nonetheless, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Well, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, it was it was insane. Damn, the the place you can look at it, and um, it's on Lake Wissota. You can Google Maps it. It's it's insane. It's it, it's a fucking castle.
0: All right, I'm tight. I'll check it out later. So, what are you doing now? Just kicking it over there and
1: yeah, I'm, I'm with my parents. My grandma just left. It was good to see all of them. I haven't really had time to, you know, just get with family and reconnect.
0: All right, tight, man. Well, hit me up later. Do your thing. Enjoy your time with your parents.
1: All right, thank you very much.
0: All right, bro. Congratulations. I love you. We'll talk to you later.
1: Love you, too. Bye.
0: Peace. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the basement. Life is good. It's been quite a hiatus. I'm glad to be back. But that was, uh, that was White Boy Riley. Man, that's my longest, longest lasting friendship. That I have to date. We met each other when we were about 10. He's been on the podcast a couple times uh, before. And uh, we really became friends in sixth grade. So we were 10 in fifth grade. We turned 11 in fifth grade. We weren't really friends. I was the new kid. And uh, then sixth grade, went to middle school. We were walking the same direction. He was walking with some girls. So I was like, well, I guess this motherfucker's my friend now. He's walking with girls. Well, nobody else walked with any girls. So that's how our friendship really, really began uh, in '90. 96. We were 11 years old, man. And we've been, we've been, uh, ace boon coons ever since. But, you know, through all life's trials and tribulations, just being down, just trying to figure out, you know, the best way to go through life as men, as, as significant others, as fathers. His kids are, man, his, I think his son's 16. Yeah. He's been dadding for, for a little bit. Uh, but just really trying to figure out life. And we've done a lot of it on our own and we've done a lot of it together and you know to see to hear him what he just told me just in a good place because I've seen him be in some really dark places but to see him level up and that's good because that's I think that's a good part of life to to level up and level up as many times as you can and then teach your kids how to do the same how to hustle how to grind how to how to be a hard worker you know, how to how to maneuver throughout society so they can then in turn level up and level up to an extent, you know, a degree in which you don't even understand or comprehend. I you know that's my goal for my kids to be doing so well. I don't even understand it. And I know a guy like that, another guy like that. My friend uh, my friend Tyler, you know, I've mentioned his name plenty of times on this podcast, Tyler Lopez, but like he has obtained such a level of success at such a young age. Um, like his kind of some of his, his family just don't understand. And it's di- it, it, at the same to that point though, it's difficult to understand wealth building through real estate because it's an unconventional way to build wealth. And that's what he's been able to do. But, you know, but the same basic principles of kind of investing apply buy low, uh, buy low, sell high, right. Kind of That's how the stock market works. That's how um, cryptocurrency operates. Like the concepts are still the same, no matter what you're investing in. And he was able to buy houses, begin to buy houses during the crash, uh, 2008, 2009, post crash, you know, so 2010, 2011. He's starting to accumulate properties, and those then begin to establish him some wealth and he, you know it, you talk about successful people you know having a net worth over a million dollars you know by the age or before the age of 30 i mean that's nothing to to sneeze at now what you go forth and then do with that you know is also also very important but i think that's you know life is about leveling up so i think of my life coming from a single parent household you know tumultuous relationships with both of my parents working through a lot of emotional stress emotional trauma eh, trauma yeah a, a life of uh, an uncontrolled life that was very uncomfortable you know not a lot of things really explained to to me I'm talking about me at this point and how to maneuver you know how you can set yourself apart how you know where you need to focus your time and effort and what the the outcome of that effort can be and a lot of that I had to figure out on my own took me several decades all right I would think I was 35 and I'm 37 now I was 35 before I really felt comfortable with me my life you know and wanting to continually do better. It was almost as if a lot of my life just happened and I don't know the decisions that got me there. A lot of it was militarily, like keeping me clean out of out of trouble, you know, you second think you second think things. Uh, like when you have a military career you're attached to, all right? I I made a lot of decisions, good decisions, that I would not have made if I was not in the military at the time, you know? And that's not to say I didn't make any bad decisions. I mean, I got a a driving under the influence. Um, I got in a lot of altercations uh, in the uniform and out of the uniform, just with people, uh, but was able to. That was my, I think, joining the military was my... You know, first glance at the leveling up. All right, I was on a pace in life to really not do much or go anywhere, and but ended up in the United States Air Force. Levelled up, did well in my career. I had a 14 year decorated career, made amazing, beautiful relationships with a lot of amazing and beautiful people, and left, levelled up with a sense of clarity in my early 30s. Like, okay. Okay, since separating from the military, you know, about four years ago, still, you know, became a homeowner, like had a second child, like, you know, you know, did the real estate thing, established, you know, gained some entrepreneurial insight, and then started my own company. Which that's been the main cause of the hiatus of the podcast is start a company. Uh, I, I do not know what spare time is. I just know what time is and where I need to direct my efforts. And I would love for this podcast to be my number one source of income. However, it is not. All right. But when we talk about, you know, so, so I don't get too many of these out. I, however, I, you know, it's still conscious, constant thought. I want to drop more podcasts. And eventually this be kind of my main, my main thing, but that's just not where my life is at right now. I'm still working on a couple other level ups. All right. I got, I got some endeavors that I am involved with and looking forward to, you know, seeing those through making those succeed. But when I hear, you know, one of my very long time best friends doing well, that makes me feel really, really good because I know people right now who's, Life's are crumbling, crumbling around me for, you know, health issues with more people than I know, uh, more than one people that I know, like significant health concerns, alarms uh, with people who are very close and intimate with my family. All right. My, I have a very close extended circle and a lot of those people, you know, issues, issues going on health, uh, wellness, mental wellness right? You know, jobs, issues with jobs, uh, issues with living situations, issues with spousal situations, issues, uh, you know, man, just a lot. And it goes deep and there's a lot of people, a lot of people, like five, six people, very, very close in my circle that are just not doing well. Right. And people that I've reached out and check on, like, I'm, you know, I'm a big brother. Like I'm, I'm a dad. Like I'm, you know, I've, Coach youth sports, you know, I feel like I'm a productive member of society, a leader within society. And therefore I go, and I go out of my way to check on people. All right, make sure you're doing all right. You know, and there's a few people that do that with me as well. And I'm highly appreciative to those individuals, but the people you think are the strongest sometimes do need to be checked on the most. So don't, don't neglect that. Reach out to you know the leader in your life the father figure you know your grandmother your auntie who raised you whatever whatever that looks like the strongest people you know have their their struggles they have their battles within they're able to compartmentalize better than than others all right and things impact them in in different ways and a lot of ways they might not show that publicly right there's a lot that i don't show publicly right you know and ultimately though you look at life and leveling up in life you just got to grab it and say I got this I can do this all right so that was you know the voice in my head speaking it was like get out of that real estate shit stop it that's not for you that's not what you do this is bullshit you're you're locked up in an office all day no no go help people in another way so enter Starting a handyman company. And the demand is there. I'm profitable. I got a profitable company, y'all. In fact, please, please go to www.thetusonhelper.com just to check me out. Show me some support. If you want to reach out through the website uh, or just through uh, general email, whatever that looks like for you, feel free. But please, fuck with me. Check out the website. See what I got going on. I'm open to feedback. All things. really, uh, Really getting it going because I'm leveling up. Like, and I got some more, I said that I got some more level ups that I'm, I'm reaching towards. And it, it kind of starts with, you know, the foundation, the foundation that I'm standing on, you know, Jesus Christ. All right. But I got four pillars of, of life. All right. And I don't do anything unless my four pillars, they, they move the needle in these four pillars, which, which hold me up, right? My finance, uh, my, my family, my wellness, my finances and causes that I care about four pillars in that order, but all have the ability to interact and, and work together. All right, but how do you maneuver within that? How do, you, how do you decipher like what's your mentality towards that? Well, that's where your core values come in. Do you have a core value set? What is your core value set? All right, do you have a mission statement? All right, my mission statement is to always take care of myself to the best of my abilities as well as those who are unable to care for themselves. All right. I want to help out as many people as I possibly can. And I came up with that 10, 10 years ago. That's my, my mission statement in life. I just, I'm here for the betterment of myself and I'm here for the betterment of anybody who needs to be bettered uh, by me. If you take any glimpse at what I'm doing and you like it, try it out, man. Try the outcome or try, try, try the efforts and see what the out, where the outcome, uh, where the outcome lies. All right. But my core values, what are your core values? My core values, I got four of them from the real estate team. So I use those in business. The, the team formed it. And we're a tight, cohesive team. Like, and we came up with these together and I'm, I straighten up. I'm jacking them. I use them for myself as well, plus four other ones. But the ones we got from the real estate team are gratitude, accountability, professionalism, and service. All right. Gaps, bridge the gaps. We want to have that in all of our interactions in, in life in business, as an entrepreneur, all right? That's the basis of, you know, the core values of the real estate team, but really myself. And to go on furthermore, I have four more, courage, compassion, forgiveness. So take those seven, wrap them all up with a bow of kindness, all right? Those are my eight core values. Gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service, courage, compassion, forgiveness, forgiveness and kindness all right so those are that's kind of my four pillars how I move within those the values that I hold within those pillars how I interact with people and what has just kept me focused on the goals in which I want to achieve and it really helps filter out having that uh, having all of that established and it's taken decades to get to this point all right my life has not been nothing nice, nothing pretty for a very long time. I've had low moments. I've had low moments recently. Low moments in marriage, near divorce. Uh low moments in in parenting, just being too harsh. I'm already a hard man, all right? And being a, and that make in turn makes me a hard parent. Just just by my who I am as a hard man. That doesn't mean I have to be harsh. All right? And I've had harsh moments as a parent. All right? And uh, you know, but recalibrate get on the right track put forth the effort to just be a positive role model member of society for anyone you come across no matter what age they are be a shining be a shining beacon of light and you'd be surprised where that could take you when you establish what you want in life what's most important to you and how what you value within that right that would be a filter like I went back on social media and updated my business page and all of a sudden all of these people are just flooding in. Add a friend, add a friend, like what the fuck is this? So I added a bunch of people, I'm done now. I'm done adding new friends. Everybody's trying to get something from you is what I've learned. Like, I had one dude call me, uh, He Facebook messaged me. Don't Facebook message me, anybody. Do not Facebook message me. I don't have that on my phone. I don't communicate through that way. People who have my phone number try to communicate with me via Facebook Messenger and just I say stop. I that I've, that's the worst way to communicate with me personally. I don't want anything to do with it. Um, you know, I try from a business perspective, I need I keep my eyes on it. But I'm not a social media dude. I think that's really a detriment uh a detriment to society. Detriment to society? Is that a book? Detriment to society? Oh, no, that was the name of a short film I made. <laughs> Anyways, it's on YouTube. If you go to I think it's uh on the DC Neto Delta Charlie November Echo Delta Oscar D C N E D O. Uh, yeah, I believe the detriment to society is a little short film I made for for college my, in my education class. I was an education major um, in college, but anyways, people trying to to get at me. So I, I so I was saying I believe you know, kind of social media is a bit of a detriment to society, and I'm seeing that now. I was offline for two years off Facebook. And going back on, I see that everybody wanting to get something from you or wanting to be, they're trying to sell themselves their product. Like, I had one dude hit me up on Facebook Messenger. I was just like, bro, I don't, I don't fuck with this. Like, here's my number, hit me up, gives me a call. Hey, man, how's it going? Can we get on a Zoom call? I was like, yeah, sure, let's get on a Zoom call. And then I ended up stepping into business. I stumbled into some business. So, always as a new entrepreneur, you know, whatever your business is, if you're new at it, go get the bag. All right. Go get the paycheck. If a paycheck arises or the opportunity for a paycheck arises, you need to get that, especially when you're responsible for your paycheck and you're not, you know, giving somebody else your time, a lot of your to all of your damn time for a little bit of their money. No, I want all I want to give a little bit of my time for a little bit of people's money on on my Accord, the things do I do, the things that I want to do. All right. But, but, anyways, I canceled that Zoom call. And then the dude's just blowing me up, trying to reschedule, reschedule. And finally, I just told them, like, look, I'm not interested. I don't even know what you have what you're selling, what you have to offer. I think he's a financial advisor. I have a financial advisor. Y'all know Guy. Guy's the shit. He's my dude. Um, he's my friend. He's my financial advisor. We kick it. We we push each other. It's in both of our best interests for us both to be our best uh, selves. He's a man who has leveled up several times in life, had setbacks, leveled up, setbacks, leveled up. Uh, so that like you know, certain people's perspectives, I, you know, I do care more about than others, but, you know, and I'm not necessarily looking to grow in a certain way. Certain ways I'm looking to grow. Other ways I'm very happy and content with where my growth has come to and where I'm sending that growth with the people that I have around me. But, you know, this particular cat I'm talking about, though, he's out of town looking to just get on a Zoom call with me. Like, and finally, just like this. this no not interested, I'm, I'm good, stop, stop. This is not what this is about, this is not what this is for. Uh, whatever you have to offer does not fit in with my family, my wellness, my finances, or causes that I care about. I don't care, all right, and that happens to me a lot. This is me just speaking from the heart, y'all. I don't care what a lot of people have to say because nobody's living through my lens. Right, it's from the lens that I see it, from the house that I live in, to the vehicles that I drive, to the the, 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 the beauty of you know what, my wife, to the mannerisms and behaviors of my kids, you know, to how to the friendships that I have, to to my fucking bank account. I'll put I'll put my dick on the table to my bank account. I don't know too many people doing as well as me, all right, or those in my household. Okay, so for for me to intake your perspective, one, it's a, it's a matter of respect. I have to have some respect for you, where you come from, know a little bit about you, but you need to be living in at least a good of a manner as me. And that might not mean you have as much or more money than me or you know many of those things that I just mentioned. You don't have to match, right? But you do need to be in a certain place for me to have any respect for your perspective. And if you are on... So say like everybody gets respect, all right? You get human respect from me. I'm, I'm a kind individual, like really and truly. And I try not to be a snob and I'm hoping this doesn't come off as snobbish. But if you're living life a certain way, uh, you know, out and by ways of the world and not following, you know, the principles and morals that are laid out within the Holy Bible, you know, following the principles of Jesus, you know, seeing what King Solomon had to say, following what King David had to say, you know, and, and even within all their flaws, Okay, there's flaws within that. The Bible, I think a lot of people got it twisted. It's it's ancient, ancient human wisdom. All right, deep understanding of the psychology of a man, man, human of a man, where he will go, the things he will face. You know how to and how to overcome. All right, you could take all the miracles out, take you know, take Jesus out, take the you know, religion's fucked. I don't follow necessarily religion i mean yes yes i am a christian i do believe in the word of god but to organize that that's my relationship all right and i'm comfortable (laughs) with my relationship and where i have that information uh relayed to me and translated through there's a couple pastors i like to follow and, and the way that they can put things in context and then give me knowledge that i can apply applied knowledge is wisdom Okay, so that's what I'm looking for, as much knowledge as I can possibly get. And the ancients, you know, those who walked before us, great people have walked before us. Great people are walking with us and great people are still to come. All right. And we need to open our eyes, realize that and, you know, follow a a nice set of principles. And and this, you know, I'm from a country that's based on Christian, uh, Christian morals, Christian principles. You know, some people may want to disagree on separation of church and state like, yeah, well, I've had my own thoughts on that in the past. I was the king of the atheists. I promise you, um, all misguided, all very misguided, misguided intellect, misguided hostility, you know, just misguided intuitions. All right. Just a bad, poor, a poor perspective, um, on life, on relationships, all right. It's, it's very, very important to have strong, open and understanding relationships. Right. And, um, oh, you know, what? I wrote something in a journal, not on relationships, but I was going through my 2021 journal and I found um, this little little blurt, But focus on the moment, pay attention and go where it takes you. Ask questions until you understand. Remain on the same page as those in your circle. Also practice the opposite. Okay, so let me break that down a little bit. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, nasty. My setup's all my setups all messed up right now, y'all. Uh, and I'm, you know, then a little bit of rusty on the mic. But focus on the moment, pay attention and go where it takes you. All right. So are you in tune to your surroundings? All right. Are you focused on what is happening? What is happening with the people? in your area that are immediately surrounding you whether that's your immediate family your work counterparts your work husband your work wife whatever you you know want to call that i think that's weird though that one's weird to me when you are married saying you got a work husband or a work wife like i don't know where that necessarily started it was like some type of sitcom i think that came from a tv show was it how i met your mother Man, I can't remember. I think it came from a TV show, the work husband, work wife thing. And I think that is so disrespectful. I think that's the most disrespectful thing somebody could say, not the most, but it is very, a high level of disrespect when you are married and you consider somebody else your, your spouse in a different context. Like that shit ain't cool. But focus on the moment, pay attention, and go where it takes you. That's, that's that intuition. In this moment, the vibe is this. Let's follow this and see where this goes. Or, or let's not follow this. I guess the flip side of that, like this does not feel right. Anything that doesn't feel right, you need to get out of. That was a big part of me starting my company. The real estate thing didn't feel right. It wasn't me. It's not what I do. I'm a bricklayer's son, bro. I grew up on construction sites, climbing sca- three uh, uh, stories of scaffolding, hucking bricks, 30 bricks, two tongs. Uh, Google a brick tong. All right. See what see what I was carrying. 30, 40 bricks, you know, while climbing up scaffolding. All right. Go in the military. I'm a mechanic. Get my black belt in mechanic, like taking things apart, and putting them back together is what I do. That's what I've been doing since I'm 15 years old. I got a lot of experience in in that type of work. So you need to get the fuck out of this. You're sitting in a back office, you know, uh, all, in true, true reality, I was miserable, completely fucking miserable my last six months as a realtor, maybe eight months as a realtor. I even looked at Tyler Lopez and said, hey, man, the only reason I'm still here. This is October 2021. The only reason I'm still here is because of like the relationships that you've put forth in front of me, you, your wife the real estate team like these are really good relationships and I don't want to let anybody here down but then it got to a point where I don't give a fuck if I let you down I got to do what's right for me I need to go where I'm paying it I'm paying attention to the moments I'm paying attention to the way I feel in that moment and I'm gonna go where this takes me and that's not with you all right and then as you as as you go on you know it's difficult to understand things you need more knowledge Right, how do you gain knowledge? It's not just gonna be given to you. Sometimes you need to ask questions. So ask as many questions until you gain understanding. All right, once you understand something, you can then apply that knowledge, right, which is wisdom. And I just think it's really important to remain on the same page as those in your circle. And I came forth with the way I was feeling. My most intimate people in my circle, the real estate team people I was with. You know, big shout out, Tyler, Tana, Joel, Jeff, Ryan, Christian, Adelie was there my last little bit on the team. Greg was there for the last, you know, eight, nine months I was on the team. Like, you know, everybody, like, let me speak my voice. Let me let y'all know where I'm at. All right. Tell me where you're at as well. All right. So we can just remain on the same page. I like to just cut the shit. Cut the shit. This is what's up. Let's have a tough love conversation. And then we can move on with the relationship. All right. Speak your mind. If you love somebody. Not, you know, if you love, I have legitimate all those people I just named. I have legitimate love for. All right. And if I did not express my true self, my true sentiment to them, that's not love. All right. That's not the love that I have to give. That's that you're hiding. I don't want to hide things from people, especially when I have intimate feelings of shared intimate times and moments with these people for years. Most of the people I just named was for years. It was years of relationship. Relationships that I still have, right? Like, I know your kids. Like, we're all good. Oh, and uh, shout out to um, uh, Alina. Alina, she was on the team as well, too. But her husband was military. They went over to, uh, to Japan. Um, and the last thing in that note, practice the opposite. So I, wrote, I'm, I write right-handed, right handed so I wrote that first book, but then practice the opposite. I wrote that left-handed just to get the other side of my brain working, but I think it's important. practice the opposite, but you know, study the opposite, the competition, people who are doing things differently than you, people who have a different perspective and worldview than you. I think it's really important to, to grab a hold of that, take in their perspective, not necessarily agree with it, but review it, be able to regurgitate it, right? that's i believe that's called steel man right when you hear the opposite argument and can understand that argument and and, and regurgitate it and that doesn't mean you have to agree with it you know and, and that gives you the ability that should have that are going to give you the the that will give you the ability to either change your mind or confirm your preconceived notions going in so i think all that's uh all that's important stuff and i think i'm gonna get up out of here um that was just a quick hitter. I've, I've been on hiatus for way too long. As always, just deepest and sincere, sincere apologies. Um, I want to do a podcast. I'd love to get two a week out if I could, but I don't, there's no spare time. There is just time, and my time is accounted for, all right? So right now, the way I've devised my schedule, though, uh, for the handyman company, it's five days a week. I take a job. One day a week is off. Sundays, I don't do anything. I kind of maybe keep an eye on email, puck in on the website, see if anything's popping over there. But really nothing on my off day. And then one day a week, I work from home. I work from home. That's just, you know, get the expenses right, get the accounting appropriate, administrative work, just invoicing, uh, tool organization, maybe tool cleaning, maybe clean the truck. I mean, that's part of the company. But on that day, I'm hoping, you know, chores around the house and also any projects I need to do at the house. Um, so that's what I do on kind of that day that I work. I don't take a job. Um, I work from home. Um, what was I saying? Oh, and, uh, and what I'm hoping to do on that off day is, is have, you know, the free, you know, hour, maybe two to get more podcasts out and maybe hopefully some more music out as well. Cause that I think, you know, when it comes to my wellness, I making some music. Like I like to get funky with it, but I haven't made I haven't made any music in a while. But I, I think maybe I'll throw uh I'll throw something old on here as I as I get up out of here. So yeah, everybody be cool. Check on a vet and hug your loved ones. Notice. I'm that motherfucker that you won't smoke with Put your glasses up, you about to make some toasts First things first, I'm glad that my ass is alive Everyone who knows me knows I'm known for straight busting these dimes What up, sticker? You know I miss you, my nigga I got some marijuana just waiting out, want hit a quit quitter, my nigga Lucas, I know you want know some mystic, spooky, slow shit But holler at your homeboy, these kids is getting grown quick Quit, what up, fam? Keep your head out of that gutter Truth be told, when it comes down to it, I'm here for you my brother, Coley yo, what's happening? He really know about day one Now you's a daddy and I's a daddy we Get it for our daughters and sons What up, Moose, up, what's good? We done came a long fucking way To be the man I am, I gotta hug your man. you, man Know I always got a place to stay